Hey everyone, this is Christy, Soul Magazine's assistant editor, and welcome to another episode of In the Spray Room, our podcast where we talk to some of the best and brightest artists working on the streets today. For our daily online content, check us out on soulmagny.com, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at soulmag. Today's crew consists of myself, Bike Girl. Hello. Erica. Hi. And Brooklyn's own, Big Ronnie. Hi, Christy. Hi, Ronnie. How are you? Good. Good. Before we introduce today's special guest, Big Ronnie, tell us what's going on. Well, we have lots going on. Sold is growing. Spring is in the air. Eric is giggling. <laughs> lots of giggles. I'm very happy that our guest brought uh, their partner in today. I uh, am all supporting Women's History Month, and I can't wait to interview the people we have today. But there's a lot of you in my house right now. And you, a lot of you, a lot of females you? in my house. What do you mean? I'm, I'm looking at you. A lot of oh, I'm in trouble already. <laughs> Wonderful. But, yeah, thanks for just how does that keep it quiet over there? <laughs> so we're all good. Uh, sold calendar is being populated. Uh, the podcast is fun. We're looking forward to the summer events like Welling Court coming up on June 8th. Uh, you know, Christy, we're busy. Busy? You're Busy. you're with us. You see all this fun stuff that we're doing. We're talking about Akumal again this year. We're talking about Winwood this year. We're talking about a lot of fun stuff. Yep, looking forward to it all. Moniker has just been announced, Ooh. and uh, well, not just, but uh, looking forward to doing uh, you know what we do there. Moniker in Manhattan. Yep, first time in Manhattan. Now. Uh, we just want to talk about our sponsor real quick, Brooklyn Firefly here in Bay Ridge. It is an old school pizzeria, mama's cooking type place, live music on Friday and Saturday nights, mm-hmm. owned by, uh, you know, someone that you writers know, uh, Mr. Caves from, uh, you know, he's been around. He's had his name on the Bowery Wall, painted by Tristan Eaton recently. He was invited in by Tat's crew to write his name. You know, we're talking with Tats Crew about having them in for the podcast, and maybe we'll do a big thing at Brooklyn Firefly with everybody. I think that'd be fun, Erica, huh? I think that would be amazing. I think anywhere they have food is awesome. <laughs> mm. <laughs> we boil it down and the to food is, And the food is really, really good. We uh, Coincidentally, we uh, were actually there last night. We didn't know where to pop into, and we walked over. Had our usual rosy pizza and mushroom. With arugula. Well, with arugula, we try and make a pizza healthy. And uh, I'm not sure we did that, <laughs> but it makes it more yummy for sure. So check out Brooklyn Firefly, Ovington, and Third Good Food. Okay. I think I'm ready to talk to our special guest. Hello. Okay, sorry. <laughs> not sure that helps. And we're not going to make you make our fans guess because that would be silly. Why don't you please introduce yourself? Hello, I am Risa Boogie. Okay, all right, sorry. First of all, this mic thing is kind of, hi, don't mind me. But yes, hi, I'm Risa Boogie. Thank you for having me, y'all. Okay, I'm getting really sweaty. Hi. (laughs) Well, let's talk about microphone best practices. The the best guest we ever had was Chris RWK's first interview, and he came in, put his elbows on the table, around that mic, didn't move, and his audio was perfect. Emulate the robot. The robot. There you go. The robot ninja. 
That's it. Oh, God, God. I want to think about it. Oh, my God, look. I want to tip over the water and then fart is what's going to happen. I get nervous and I'm like, oh, my God. My face is turning hot. I'm getting sweaty. I can't think. I'm blanked out. I'm going to fart. Sorry. That's how I usually kind of get. We all have our coping mechanisms. Robots will kill. Now, Bite Girl, I like that this is one of the first guests we've had been that you don't know everything about. I've never met her before today. And I am very happy to check her, check her off my bucket list. Thanks. Because I've admired your work. Oh, um, wow. Thank you, you so much. You have a piece on, in Bushwick that you did for like a yoga studio yes. or something. I think that's probably one of the first ones I ever actually noticed on the streets. I think that probably would be close to the first one. What did I do before that? I don't remember. But yeah, yeah. I think that's when I actually... No. Oh, wait. There's one, one in Guanis. Yeah. Guanis. Oh, there's a Star oh, Street well, Star one. Star Street was a little different with the panels because sometimes it was hard to tell who did what because they were like uh, that's true. on top of each other. Right, 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 right. But yeah. 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 Oh, my goodness. That's like, I think, I think the Gowanus is also like a hidden world. It is. It was a cool project. I feel like that was the first one I got to experience saying that like, wow, I'm on the wall with everybody. And I got to start like noticing like more people who's who, you know? So I'm like, I feel like I'm part of this cool like street crew what or the year street was that? world. That was damn. What year was that? So I had to ask my partner. No, Guanas was no. It was much long ago. I feel like maybe four. No. Yeah, time flies. I'm Bruh. telling you, hell yeah. Bruh. Especially when you're in Hamilton. or three years because it's 2019 now. So I feel like we did that 2016. I feel like. Oh my god, time flies too fast. <laughs> All right, let's okay. let's let's talk about what you like to paint. Oh my! <laughs> because this it's is not kinda... it's not one thing, is it? It's not. I'm a little ADD. It's a little hard for me to focus. I like Ultraman. I like poopy fart marks. I like. <laughs> I'm very <laughs> random. It's a lot of things that has to do with my grandfather lately. So he's always been like a superhero, and lately I'm just like the whole superhero energy of like wait. You know what? My art is like my superpower. So I'm like, I kind of want to be the superhero-ish with my artwork. And it took me a minute for saying that it's okay for me to do my art and enjoy it and like put it out there and like connect with people. So yeah, everything kind of has to do with like superhero aspect. Like the whole Japanese, like the Ultraman, the Kinikuman, like the things I grew up watching with my grandfather, you know? So, and what I was eating with it, like the cup of noodle fish eyeballs it's so disgusting but for me i'm like oh my god my grandpa's eating it so that's the amazing thing he's my superhero so i'm gonna eat fish eyeballs so yeah it's like gooey and silly i guess my things but trying to kind of keep it a bit serious but really fun you know that's like a lot of my work i want to say silly yeah. gooey eyeballs is what yeah. i heard uh, oh silly goofy yummy gooey yes. eyeballs <laughs> inspired by japanimation from the 80s Oh, man. Yeah, early 80s, I would say. Yeah, but I think I feel like Ultraman's like from the 60s. Yeah, yeah. Ultraman. I just like the whole rubber suit. And the whole like, it's like zooming out like the crazy superpower and just like, you know. Silly question. Didn't he fight Godzilla once? I think so. I think so, too. Everyone I think Japanese yeah. Godzilla. I think so. Yeah. Totally. So everything is always like blended and mixed in my head. But anyways. <laughs> uh, I thought Christy was ready yeah, with a question. No, I Forgive have me. A question. Yeah. About the cup of noodles. Uh-huh. noodles. They're on. Uh, is it birch plywood? It is. Oh what's wow. The, what's 
the whole wood thing. And working with, with wood cut, cut out. Oh, man. The whole wood thing kind of came about when I started cutting out paper, like all the prints I would do. I wanted to get the layers. I think it also kind of comes from just like doodling and cutting and trying to figure out what it is. I love the whole layer fact. I'm like, ooh, what would be if I use a plywood? Mm-hmm. And I kind of started. It has like a, like a sort of. 3D effect to it, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. kind of pops up, pops off. Yeah, it's like yeah. I love the whole layer fact. I feel like everything also life is layer, and I mm-hmm. think that's why I'm getting the whole layer part of it. You know, and I just well, just like paint on a wall, like there's after one thing has been done, there's layer after layer after mm-hmm, layer. Mm-hmm. Have you thought about putting those wood cutouts on the street? Oh yes, that's something that I think I Hang definitely want to start wanting lines. to do, like, bolt, like a bolt up sort of. Yeah, I'd love to see them hanging from the power lines. <gasps> the cup of noodles that'd be really idea. sweet, yeah. especially down Thanks. in the Lower East Side. <gasps> oh, thank you for the idea. That's why I love it. Like I just like love this whole connecting energy of like, ooh, thank you for the idea. It would just be so random. random. To just look and yeah, that's like walking down like, the street, look up and see a couple uh-huh. noodles just like hanging there. So I do want to ask you a question about the wall. Uh-huh. Now artists are going to go one way or another. Either you're going to paint a wall, and you're probably never going to want to paint another one. Uh-huh. Or are you now like everyone else, addicted and can't wait till you get your next wall? Yeah, I'm like in a search right now. I think right now, like I'm trying to like reach out. And again, it's like I need to learn how to connect more. So thank you for having me. Um, yeah, I just been like Instagram, just like searching and seeing what everybody's doing, trying to like ask to how to go about getting a wall. If anybody wants to um, do a collaborations, I'm here. But anyways, um, yeah, I just want to go and explore. I really want to like take it all around the world now. It's like this is amazing what you really could do with your passion. And it's like finally kicking in. Like last year, once I got to do the whole world trade, I'm like, this is amazing. Like before that, I feel like I was trying to like find a voice and I kind of felt like kind of introverted. I'm like, what is it? How do I kind of with people? I want to do this, but like way thinking of it too much about it. So now ladies just like letting go and just explore and finding and meeting people. And it's like the wall is a way to connect with people, which is great. So hell yeah, I just want to like, explore and go at it wherever the wall is i want to be there mm-hmm. you know oh god I hit my chin on this my thing sorry <laughs> <laughs> we had recently interviewed Den- denton burrows and he talked about the same thing about his artwork connecting mm-hmm. um and, and just within his artwork all the the, the pieces connecting are, are all really a, reflections on society and life and mm-hmm. people and, and and that really is what street art is about so how what has been responses that you've heard from people about your your public murals that has really taken you know you to next level or sparked ideas like i feel you just got right here from from on from bike girl (laughs) yeah oh wow i think um my work is very in a sense of like youth like the whole ambition side Mm -hmm. and i think that kind of also comes out because like when i was younger my thing was like no i gotta work no i gotta make money like that's how my parents were so to me, like, I kind of lost the connection when I was younger to be able to create, you know? And then it's just like, when you're young and you have that passion, it's like, oh my God, it's, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Sorry, I'm like, I see a mic, I'm like, I blank out. Um, but um, <laughs> just being that giddy feeling of like, oh my God, this is my, my first awesome sneaker or that, that I'm in the candy yeah. store. Yeah, that energy. Like, I get them when I create. And it's just a connection when I do see, like, kids come over. It's like, oh, my God, you could do this? I'm like, so can you. To be able to show saying that you could do it is, I think, that's a high that I get when I create outside. Oh, my God, I'm sorry. I get emotional when I talk about this. <laughs> sorry. That's, that's a good a thing. I mean, if you weren't passionate, your art would probably suck. 
Oh, true. Yeah. I Think guess, about yeah. it. No, you're right. No, it's true. I it's mean, just like if, and that's the thing. It's just like also, I see people. I'm like, oh my god, you look like you want to do something. If that's something that you feel, fucking go do it. Do it yeah. Because it's like it took me a while to say it's okay for me to do it, and I feel I'm like, wow. It's just like I feel so free, mm-hmm. you know. So it's just like shit. It's like you want to take a spray can and go at it, just fucking go at it. Like don't hold back, you know. So that's just like I think that's why I l- want to be able to do go at it and have a bigger wall. And I think also especially being a chick and to be able to be like, yo, mom, that's the girl up there. Because I like I when we were up at um Guanas, the girl came over and she was looking up with her mom. She's like, wow, mom, that's cool. Look at that boy. I'm like. <laughs> I'm actually a girl, but okay. And then um, the mom's like, no, it's actually a girl. And then she's like, no way. So she got more interested when she heard that I was a girl. So she just kept like mesmerizing with looking up. Mm-hmm. And it's just so, it's so nice to be able to give like the younger girl, the generation of like that power empowerment of like, fuck yeah, you're a chick. Go harder and like wear your heels, ride a big ass truck and go out and do whatever you yeah, want. But, you know, with your personality and as, as outspoken as you are, why uh-huh. did you ever feel like you needed permission to be creative? I understand. I understand when you were, you know, working. Maybe you have to have a job. You don't have time. Uh But you never. I don't think any creative requires permission from anyone. Were were you ever told you couldn't do (sighs) something? No, no. I think it's just like my surrounding when I was younger, being kind of having that old school Japanese upbringing in a sense. Like you were more, you didn't want to bother people. So it's just for me to reach out was like, oh, I'm going to bother somebody. I don't want to like bother them. So I pull back a lot. That's me just being like very old school Japanese in that in aspect, you know? Now, does that have anything to do with being a woman also in the culture or? Um, yeah, definitely. But I think it was more like I almost didn't know how to voice my opinion. And I've really kind of got really introverted. In a sense, so I just I almost like shut myself down because I felt like because my writing was horrible, my speech was kind of horrible. And then I would kind of blank out in a sense. I'm like, oh, my God, I suck, Mm -hmm. you know? And so, so like, once I said, like, my art connects with people, I'm like, shit, this is okay. But it took me a while to say it's okay. So I think it's just me being, like, you know, I think it's, like, it's hard for explaining that whole cultural aspect. Some people would understand it. But I think it's just, like, you know, when you're – kind of just brought up in a setting of like school work school work like i, I mean grades were probably really important in your household growing up yes but i think my parents in a sense they were trying to break away from it and i feel like that's what made my dad move to the u.s which was grateful but again he didn't know how where to take with that like he knew like his daughter was talented with art but just like he's like where do we go from it you know it's just like in japan it was like the mental like everything was like kind of very business oriented especially from like being coming from like a suburb area of japan you know so I think it's, it's efficiency focused i've never been to japan uh, i i appreciate the culture mm-hmm. from what i see about it there you know there's work and discipline oh yeah and, but, then, <laughs> but then even everything that you do creatively or the, i'm you know from and i'm gonna pick some terrible examples here forgive me in advance but things like sushi and origami these are arts yeah. that don't need to be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're they're there for and the yet, experience, and it, right. it, is, it is a part of the culture. Mm-hmm, and yet, mm-hmm. what it can take what twenty years and more to actually become a real sushi yeah. chef because you have to make rice right. for the first twenty years. And I think that's also has to do with it as well mentally for myself. It's just right. like I'm not good enough. I'm not there yet. I didn't put my time in, so I'm, I shouldn't be out there. And I think that's what I had like like a lot in my back of my head too. But more and more, I realize I'm like shit. 
if I don't do this, I'm never going to do it. Right. You know, kind of put you in like a free zone where I don't know how to go forward if I have. Oh, totally. So I think that's the whole, you know. You can't. What is it that that RuPaul says? You can't. You can't uh, love anyone until you learn how to love yourself. Yeah, no, completely. Amen. Right? It's so true. Love her. Oh my goodness, amazing. I think even like talking about RuPaul. When I was younger, I'm like, who is this RuPaul? <laughs> just like just glowing. I want that energy. You know, it's just like how do I go about? And it's like finally figuring figuring out that part. You know, even like when I was younger, I always wanted to dance, but I just didn't know where to go. And I was like, but I look stupid. You know, just being like, oh, no. Ah, you know, just like comparing myself to everybody. And I'm like, shit. I'm like, wait, I could do it, too. You know, like I can, I think like going back, like when I was, this is almost 10 years ago, time fucking flies. When I was like 28, before that, I was like so stuck in a retail world, the corporate of like, oh, my God, I'm making this money. This is great. Not ever fucking doing what I wanted to do. And I think like I and spread And they're not that. having time to spend the money. Yeah. <laughs> or you just put it right back into the company. I'm like, ooh. But anyways, yeah, like I always put the energy of like, okay, I can't do this. How do I get the fuck out of this? And eventually the company actually let a bunch of people go and I was part of it. I'm like, whoa, energy. You put the energy out. It's fucking strong. This is crazy. You know, and this is where I met a group of family. There are dancers in martial art. This 11-year-old girl, like passionate about her dance. I'm like, how do I do that? You know, and that really like put me to like a zone where I'm like, shit, I can really do my shit too, and just feel that energy and put that out and like make other feel like that, like the passionate what you want to do, you really could do it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a part that like got me where like, okay, st- like step into your game and just see where it goes. You know, I think art saves a lot of lives because of the very thing you just talked about. <laughs> it really does. It really does. It's like medication. Like without it. I don't know. Like, now I know where I could go with it. I'm like, shit, I'll be so miserable. So it's just like, anytime I see anybody unhappy, I'm like, what do you really want to do? Just go at it. Like, don't let the what if, like, take away what you want to do. It's just like, that challenge is yeah. great, you Stop know? Stop thinking so much and just do it. Just do it. Exactly. Like, it took me forever today. It's just like, gosh, You wow. waste so much time you that really you could be do. doing it. Right? Yeah. And then in between, you get to meet so much amazing people. And the, the challenges that you learn from it, you just, like, become so much of a better person and, like, spread that energy to everybody that heals everything else and everybody. He was so. talking about a completely different thing when, when he said this, but Wayne Gretzky said you miss 100% of the shots you don't take in life. Mm-hmm. Now, end totally. of story, uh, no one can rebut that. You cannot score unless you shoot. You yeah. cannot win unless you try. Uh-huh, you can't, uh-huh. you know, it just it's just the way it goes. So... So I was always from the, you know, the other side of the brain, the sales mentality. Oh, okay, I'm, I'm looking for a date online. Let's message 60 women and see who replies back. You know what I mean? Oh, that makes Erica feel no, real no, good. I'm just saying. Was she number 58 or 59? You look for a customer. You send 10,000 emails because 10 might call you back. It, 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 it's a oh, yeah. game in numbers. Yeah. But, you, but art is different because everything is coming out of you from your heart because it has to come out of you. So what if it isn't? commercially happy or what is what if you get knocked down a little bit on the way mm-hmm. you still got to create again what and is you're going to create again you have to and throw a so. lot of pebbles into right. the water to make a wave totally i think my issue that is sounds also. japanese is that <laughs> yeah japanese? it totally does it probably, <laughs> i think it's actually confucius <laughs> i really do i think it's believe it's one of the, the giant one of the confucius mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah but it's yeah. true you know you have to keep going at it because you can't expect to just come out on the world and have everybody handed to you and you big like superstar anyway. right oh yeah totally no and it's just plus, the whole process it's the process that 
creates you. Yeah. No, it's crazy. I'm like, damn, why didn't I realize this is my 20s? Even like my friend at work. Like, Bitch, what are you doing here? Who are you working for? Why are you trying to please this company? Go. And now I see it. So every time I see like my friend's kids like go to like college, I'm like, don't waste your time. Like it's all about the fucking experience. Just go. You know, just connect and make that connection, make it happen and just glow. You know, not so. everyone creates commercially appealing things. There were darker artists. Mm-hmm. There were artists that, you know, very, very niche audiences and things like that. But I think your work is generally appealing enough to be annoying to some artists. <laughs> right. I yeah, I don't know. I guess I think I don't know. I just need to be out there more to like figure out and find out, I guess. But before this, I feel like. I think it's almost like I never wanted to put anybody down. It could just be my very Japanese side of me. So I think that was my issue where I, it was hard for me to put my artwork. I just didn't want to have any kind of negative energy. And if I, if I feel any kind of negative energy from, from you, anybody, I'm like, oh, my God, my, my world ended. Like, I just feel horrible. But now it's just like, now you know I'm what, able though? to. <laughs> you know you're good when you have haters. As an artist, mm-hmm. if someone doesn't hate you, you're not doing the job mm-hmm. right. Right. Amen. And I think that's like another thing I also learned. I'm like, it's okay, whatever. You know, I'm always trying to put that good energy out there. And if some people don't get it, well, I understand. The only way you can avoid haters is to do nothing. Yeah. Again. Yeah. End no, no. the story. If you do anything, mm-hmm. someone will look at that and say, I could do that. Why did she get to do that? I hate her. But then and I guess that's, that's the way a it cool goes. Part. I guess it also, I guess in that sense, it's like almost like, wow, it's allowing that person to try to come out more. So I guess in a sense, I'm kind of helping. <laughs> like, do you want to get their shit out? That's great. So I guess that's why I kind of take it as to, I guess. Yeah. Now, you seem like a, a, a very supportive person. Like, yeah. you, wouldn't, you wouldn't, you know, put, put other work down, support other people. I like how you said about the, the young lady. <laughs> that, that was cute. The, the, yeah. Even though you, she thought you were a boy. You still, you know. <laughs> totally. No, I always get a boy, though. But it's all right in a sense. Even, like, when I'm driving my car, sir, I'm like, Okay. Oh, right. Hi. <laughs> but but no, I guess it also shows that like I feel like now that you're a girl and then being able to do all of it, like rock with the boys and I don't wanna put the boys down or anything, but I feel like in a sense because we have more like the motherly aspect and the connection more and to be able to rock in that level too is such like wow. Such a plus in every different angle. I feel like girls, yes, we are more emotional. And the way we take things. But because we are emotional, I think we bring another, like, energy out there, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> so, I have a question about the World Trade Experience. Oh, shit! What was it like being in that kind of level of... I mean, because this was reported. You had people coming down there photographing you. It was almost yeah. like a celebrity-type thing. <laughs> what did it feel like being in that bubble? Damn, in a sense, I'm like, oh, shit, as an artist. Like, I felt like, wow, the connection that I was able to make through my art, it just kind of really clicked that day. You know, again, it's just like going back to me not being able to spell good, my grammar sucks or my writing. But that day was just like, shit, I could connect people in this level through my art. So my art, my visual art is my communication, you know, to speak to people. And that just... It just opened my mind. Like, I felt free, you know? Like, I felt like I'm free from my own self. Like, shit, I could just let go of what I truly want to do and be here, you know? And again, just, like, also just having... And people just, like, yelling at me. Like, even, like, I still got a sir there. Sir! 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 Huh? 
sir, your artwork is great. Or even just like, you know, kids just like coming over and just like looking up at you and smiling. And then like I had like several people who spoke no English, but we just kind of eye clicked and just like started crying, you know, the whole connection. It's just like, shit, like this connection being able to allow for me to create this way and connect in this level, like what I could really do out there for people you know so it's just like i wanted to i wanted to i guess it became like a platform where hoping to uplift everybody in their passionate ways or you know it's just like the whole giving like the that energy when you like even come out of work and feel shitty hoping this artwork will just like make you like kind of think that your happy moments or just being giddy you know just that that energy of like when you i don't know like get your first like i don't know like your kicks or getting your license that 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 energy of like that you know that feeling when you're like oh shit i got it it definitely is like the needed down in that area it's so gray and i'll give you a new happy (laughs) feeling you probably didn't even know you had ready Uh uh-huh your work probably wouldn't get condoed it brings people joy they wouldn't give it away to their friends (laughs) oh right all right, I, Erica told me that there is a adorable story associated with your name that she didn't tell me that oh. I've been waiting for. My name. Oh, I got it? Yes. Oh, oh my God, it's such a cute, <laughs> dorky moment. <laughs> so, okay, back in... All right, going back to when I was 16, I kind of dreamt up about this dude who did art and danced and had dreads. And then 2005, I kind of ended up meeting him, which he's sitting right next to me. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, such a weird, like, very Japanese anime kind of, like, dorky kind of moment. I'm like, oh. So I was with my friend. He's like, yeah, I got to go to Vassar College. I got to meet my friend. I'm like, okay. So I went along, and we went to the room where he was, Rez. He was teaching a bunch of, like, kids how to break. I'm like, this is amazing. So from there, yeah. And then. Like, I was that weird Japanese nerd. I'm like, I want to hang out with you. <laughs> so corny, but so cute. And then, um, yeah, he gave me my name, Risa Boogie. So, yeah, I guess, hi, person next to me. Hello. <laughs> so he gave you the name, but wasn't there something about your mom not being able to wasn't there like a joke about your mom not being able to pronounce oh that one oh my that, god yeah that, okay oh. sorry <laughs> this is part two yeah, don't get me wrong part that first two story was, was no, that was <laughs> okay so the risa part yes so my mom's japanese of course asian people can't pronounce th or the r so when we came here in japan risa is pronounced more like lisa i mean thank goodness in the pr- Spell it L-I-S-A. Just doesn't sound like me whatsoever. But yeah, so she spelled out R-I-S-A, but she can't even pronounce it. She's like, Lisa, Lisa, Lisa. I'm like, Mom, hello. But yeah, I mean, that's where I kind of got the whole Risa. Yeah. And the other cute part that I realized that Risa is, what is it? It means laughter? In, in, is it in Spanish? Oh my goodness. If I got it wrong, sorry. And a couple of people I met, they're like, Risa means laughter. But, Sorry. Right, Somewhere call, out there, call, someone's laughing. Yeah. <laughs> call in and let us know. 1-800-SOULS. Um. <laughs> oh, God. I have to feel sorry for the people at 1-800-SOULS. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you do 
is great. Thanks. So tell, tell us about the summer. What do you got going on this year? Oh, man. I have a couple proposals I kind of put out there hoping, crossing my fingers. It's a lot has to do with like the community-based project. So see where that goes. I mean, this year, there is no what ifs. This year, I'm all about just going out, connecting, and see where everything takes me. So yeah. So there will be a, actually a group show. Is it okay if I mention it? Coming up. Okay, cool. So there's a group show. It's called Blended. The Denise comes put together. She's a curator. Um, Women, you're amazing. Um, So yeah, that's coming up on the March 22nd. So if it already happened or if it didn't happen. Oh, oh, shit. Well, no, no, no. It's okay. But but it's definitely Blended was a show that we were. Until May 1st? Yeah. Yeah. Right. But you also had a, so you took the original and then did a print release. Oh, yeah. So tell us about how, so how did that kind of, what was that decision? My, it's weird. Like, I get, like, ideas and I start doodling. I don't really have, like, the end yet. I just, like, with one thing I kind of create, I just pen doodle and see where that shit takes me. So, yeah, that whole print release, I did that for another show that... Happen at um whoa it's upstate New York Poughkeepsie where hometown PK and why um so yeah so that was like the print release for that but that also kind of connected to the whole blended too and then also right. wanted to kind of connect it with everything so you grew uh, up in Poughkeepsie yeah oh no. no well it's been always upstate like Monroe mm-hmm. area and then like I always been back and forth into New York but not really you know really living in New York. So it's like I'm an upstate kind of chick. I'm the chick with the truck. I'm the chick that will play with the worms, be dirty <laughs> kind of chick. <laughs> but, so maybe a random sir every now and then isn't yeah, too terrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess at the point, like I used to have really short hair and I guess I'm kind of stocky in the way I walk. Maybe I look kind of manly, whatever. But yeah. Well, you'd be a very cute boy. Thanks. <laughs> I mean, there was actually a photo that T took when we went to, um, where did we go? Costa Rica. Oh my God. I kind of wish I had the picture. Maybe you do. It's like me sitting at a beach. Oh, yeah. I look like, what's that guy from, who's that guy? Jung-hoon. That crazy oh, Korean. Korean. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, wow, I look like him. That's so pretty. <laughs> like, I'm always compared with a man, never a chick. <laughs> <laughs> Except Shiro. Yeah, which is great. That is definitely a plot. <laughs> yes. Has that happened? That you're yeah. completely mistook? Oh, yeah. Friend? Yo! I'm like, I know you think I'm Shiro. You I'm not. I'm- oh, you're not? No, I'm sorry to disappoint you. But yeah, it was cool. Actually, I didn't know her, but I knew her work because of Rez. Like, he's like the graph head that knows the history that he has is insanity. So he, he's like the history book that I have at home kind of thing, which is amazing. It's but a yeah, good resource. I, it really, it's insane. I actually saw like Shiro's picture, or not picture, work at Five Points where I fell in love with her work. Oh, that's my Jung picture. Oh my God, so scary. But anyways, like I knew of Shiro, so it's kind of cool. Like now we know each other, you know? So it's just kind of... A cool factor. And I feel like there's not that much Japanese graph chicks. I'm pretty sure there are. There, I'm sure probably in Japan. Oh, no, there is. But here, yeah, and it's just I'm like, trying I to wish, think of anybody else yeah. that I know. Because Sticky Monger is not She's Japanese. Korean. She's Korean. Yeah, that's what I thought. My home girl. <laughs> Lauren. Lauren. Um, Who Lauren. Else? 
No, she's Korean. Yeah. yeah recipes is Korean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I also, I think like, that's the, the whole thing too, like me being Japanese, I feel like Japanese chicks are even like, even with like my friends who are Korean and then, and, you know, they're like, you guys are always just like, it's like always in the background. I guess like the way we are in a sense. So like, this year, I want to be like, yo, more Japanese shit comes out. I mean, it's for everybody, but like, you know, a little bit, a little, it's okay, Japanese shit. You could be a little bit ballsier too. So that's like my sense, I guess. Trying to grow more kahunas this year Do you know and the, be out there. It, 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 <laughs> the, the, the comedian Sebastian Maniscalco has got a bit, uh, one of his jokes, he goes, any Japanese people in the house? And somebody back goes, woo. <laughs> he says, Half Japanese. Because you know, I know, because Japanese people are quiet. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Culture. It is. It, it's it okay really to break is. out of your culture and go after anything mm-hmm, you'd like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I think it might be hard to inspire other people to come out of themselves, but maybe the work does that. You never know. Yeah, maybe that's... Maybe seeing you as a good example of someone that's I out there and doing it. So. But yeah, no, because it's so true, though. Even, you know, it's funny, like, when I have a conversation with Sticky... I'm like, you are always trying to, um, you're always sorry and trying to please everybody. Be more bitchier and go out what you want. I'm like, you're right, Sticky. So it's just like kind of when we had that project, the World Trade, I mean, that's where I got kind of close to Sticky, you know? Right. So I'm like, you're right, Sticky. I'm like, that's probably why where you are now because you're just aim for what the fuck you want and that's it. No one else like cares. Like, just be bitchier and say go and don't say sorry anymore. <laughs> so I guess I'm trying to say less sorry these days. You know, I guess I don't know, but really aim at what I want and just go at it. Go Assertive. aim it. Assertive. Uh, thanks. Yes, yes, that's the word. So yeah, so yeah. But well, hi. Oh, sorry. Before we let you go, I don't want to go now that I'm more comfortable. Well, you can- <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> well, so, what's your favorite food in New York? <laughs> there you go. Get her talking. There you go. <laughs> Shit. What is my favorite food in New York? Well, everything's kind of veggie-ish these days. That's okay. But my latest thing is like wild ginger. In, there's one in Carroll Garden. Do you know that? Yeah, I've seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're vegetarian. Porch tree, right? Is it? Like it's on Smith Street, I thought. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Well, well, I guess I'm kind of not boring, but I like anything that's veggie-ish. Mm-hmm. Please, yes. Well, so. you also mentioned uh, collabs. Who are some, what are... Uh, Put it out into the universe. Who who would you love to see your work collaborated with? Oh, damn. Okay, I'm blanking out right now, but hold on. Oh. Living or dead. Living or dead. I love... What's her face? She, I, I think because the whole connection, because she's Japanese. Oh, my God. What's her name? She's old school. She's not really a graph head or anything. She's just... Yeah, the polka dots. She's crazy. Japanese lady with the oh, whole... Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. To. That would be... Yeah. I mean, she's like... I mean, because especially from, like, the time that she comes comes from, like, her era, especially being a chick, for her to be ballsy enough to get the fuck out of Japan and go to New York and do her shit, and she's, like, kind of, like, out there, and she doesn't give a shit. No. She's, and that's what I yeah. love about her, because she's Japanese. Usually because Japanese people are, like, so reserved, so caring, and too, too caring, and at the end of the day, she's just like, what the fuck? You're harming yourself. Do what you want to do. And she's so bold, and she's just out there and does her shit. So, yes, I would love to, like, rock with her. Ooh my! Who is? Oh damn! Now, oh, we love to Tristan. His work is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't know. I just want to go out and just like whoever's out there. Just want to kind of collab and see. Like again, it's like in my twenties. I feel like I just wasted. I don't want to say wasted. I just didn't know how to explore to say it's okay for me to go out and connect with people to create art. You know. So it's just me. It's just like. 
yo, whoever wants to rock with me, let's rock and see where that shit goes, you know? Like, you just never know what other shit opens. And I think that's what I was afraid of in my 20s. Now I'm like, I just, not afraid anymore. yeah, no, I just want to explore and just like go at it, you know? It's just like, and I want everybody else to feel that too, you know? It's just like, it's so sad if you like hold it in. Well, you, you know. only have so much time. Hey, <laughs> seriously, shit. I, I know. Mean, if you waste it, you're gonna look back and say, "What? Yeah. Did I, why did I waste that time?" Seriously, and I, I see that more and more. I'm like, "What am I bullshitting? What am I like, doubting myself for? Just go and see where that shit goes. You just, you know. And damn, it's like, yeah, you, you just be a lot more like you're living life. Like you feel life once you do tap into it. So, so I'm like all about like because I'm feeling it now. So it's just like, damn, anybody who's not feeling it, just go out there and make shit happen. Well, there was so there was speaking of connectivity and Uh and you had said, you know, that you're new to this. But before we started recording, you told us a story about Kumali. Oh, yeah. So tell us about that. That was years ago and, and, and how he influenced you. And, Mm. And tell us about that experience. Actually, he's more of a connect of. Nikki Rez. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's the, like the connection to a lot of the things. You know, he's the one who. You want to tell the story? Yeah, yeah please do. Jess Gallery, and um, he had offered her a space pay. So that was actually her first actual mural. Oh yeah, was in Wynwood, that's true. 2012. God, I have bad memories. Winwood, 2012. <laughs> we were in there. Uh, there was a bunch of heavyweights in there, and Q Molly was in there also painting. He was painting behind where where Boogie was painting, and we just you know Q was real down to earth, like talk to anybody, old school. We're both old school. <laughs> and we just started talking. One thing led to another, and we just bonded. And we just, we be, you know, it's like when you meet them, you, you're instant friends with them. You know, it's like, you know, you know energy transfer. So you know if it's if it's good or not, if it's real or not. And so Everything Q puts out is real. Yeah. And and we, we, we connected, and we was, we've been tight ever since. Uh, anytime we get a chance to, con- to catch up, we catch up. He, um, I had started an organization up at the college I work at, at in Poughkeepsie at Vassar College back in 03 with a handful of students called Hip Hop 101. It was about uh, um, pushing the culture, like educate, empower, unify under the guise of music. So we started that. We did two events every year. One event was modeled after old school block parties back in the day. Actually, both of them were modeled after block parties, but the one in November had more of an educational component, so we would show films and documentaries pertinent to the culture, have panel discussion, whatever. Then we'd have a showcase, showcasing the the founding elements of the culture. And so he helped us get Ghostface for um, one of our events. 
And it was dope because she did it. Did you ever see her Boogie's uh, portrait of Ghost Mm-mm. that she did? No, where is oh. it? <laughs> oh, I gotta it's, see that. Gotta see I want to see that. Shit. It's where super is dope. that? Of course, Ghostface is who told Q to do art. Yeah. Basically, oh, wow. he said that the, the road was killing him because yep. I guess he had been hospitalized for kidney failure or something. Oh, wow. Ghost told him the road's killing him. You're a good artist. Just go do it, dude. So he had, probably, he had his own moment like yours. That's awesome. Where he finally just said, this is what I'm going to do. I've been not doing it, and I'm just going mm-hmm. to do it. That's great. Oh, I love when other artists like really push oh, other wow. artists. So no yeah. way. That's <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Oh. Wow. Thanks. That's a beautiful piece. Nice oh, job. that's an Thanks. awesome piece. Hey, guys. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. Now, okay. we, now we got to let her go, ladies. Okay, thank y'all. Okay. <laughs> thank so, y'all. So, before we do. Yes. Wait, wait, wait. Can I just say, I want to say, we, I spoke with you when you were down in Wynwood at the end of 2018. Yeah. And I, wow. no brainer. Uh, you were my pick for ones to watch for 2019. Thank you. So this is just the beginning. I'm looking forward to. Yes. Oh, you paint girl. All summer and, oh, and, I am. Uh, thank thank you. you for coming in. Thank you for having me, having us. Please yes. give uh, our listeners and your new fans, uh, let them know where they can find you online and your. Oh, yay. So Instagram, IG, I'm under Risa Boogie. So it's R Triple I S A. Why three eyes? Um, at that moment, I thought three I was really cool. This is not the question part of the program. <laughs> what can I say? There is a bit of a reason, but it'll probably be too long. So I'll, this I'll is like later. a mishap, just because. Yeah, but you know what was bad because everybody's like, "Wait, I can't ever find you." Is it four eyes, five eyes? So, but so it's three eyes, y'all. And then I'm on website. It's boogierez.com. B o o g i e r e z dot com. And yes. Rez, uh, what, what's your IG? Rez ones. R e z o n e. Now, anywhere, anywhere you see that on social media, it's me. Yeah, he now keeps it simple. Know. Well, thank you both for coming in. We thank appreciate you. it. Woo! I want to lick this mic. Uh, <laughs> and with that, we are sold out with Risa. Yeah.